Church's devotional podcast devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. I'm going to read a little bit out of Luke 2, and then I'm going to jump back to Matthew 2. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. Now, I know that Christmas is over, but bear with me. I had the idea for this devotional, listening to Pastor Todd preach on Christmas Eve, and this is pretty much my last opportunity to work it in before it's even more wildly inappropriate to talk about Christmas. No one wants a Christmas Devo in January. I've titled this talk, Who is the Christmas Story For?, So remembering that God is fully aware and involved in the process of what is included in his word in the Bible. And we see that there are two groups of people that are included in what we might call the Christmas section of the Gospels. Those sections talking about the birth of Jesus, the incarnation. Two groups of people that God chose in his infinite wisdom to hear and respond to the good news of the birth of Christ. The first group is the shepherds. These were poor, working-class people. They were social outcasts. They were the butt of jokes. They were a humble group. Probably rough around the edges, if we had to speculate. The Christmas story is for people like the shepherds. People who don't have much to offer socially. A great big choir of God's heavenly angels arrived and sang to these men, these shepherds, out in some remote field somewhere. The very glory of God shone around these humble workers. Some of the first people to know about the birth of the Messiah in all of human history were the shepherds. And what did they do? They listened. They believed God. They went and saw the baby Jesus. And once they had, they told everyone they could about it. They responded in worship and evangelism. Now, the second group couldn't be more opposite. The next group that we are meant to associate with the birth of Jesus is the wise men, the magi. These were cultural elites in that day. They had great wealth and great influence. These men were likely advisors to royalty. They knew much about math and science and medicine, as well as magical arts and things like astrology. Then and now, we might look down on someone dabbling in magic. But God chose to recognize them as some of the earliest people to worship the Messiah. The good news is not only for those on the bottom of society. God has something to offer those who are wealthy and influential. Not all of our answers as humans are going to be found in science and philosophy. These movers and shakers in ancient Eastern society came. They traveled far. And when they found the baby Jesus, they bowed down before him. They gave of their great wealth to a humble child. They worshipped Jesus. 
The good news of the coming of God in Christ is for the poor and the rich. It's for the learned and the uneducated. The Christmas story is for anyone who will receive it. Who's the Christmas story not for? It's not for those who won't bow, who won't bend the knee before the Lord of heaven, those who think, I have everything I need already. I refuse to bend my will and my way of thinking to anyone else, including and especially this God. Both the shepherds and the wise men showed humility before Jesus as the greater authority. So too must we. Beware of the places in your life where you refuse to kneel before the Lord your God. To receive salvation, we must acknowledge that God can do what we cannot do in regards to our sin and our standing before Him. And we continue to allow Him to work in our lives when we respond in humility and worship. We bend the knee and bow before the Lord. We acknowledge that God is God. Now, we're not always aware that we're doing it. So let's join David in his prayer in Psalm 139. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there is any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Poor or rich, educated or ignorant, we all have much to receive from the God who became a man at Christmas. Let's humble ourselves before him and receive what he has for us today and in this new year as we look ahead to 2022. Our own way leads to futility and frustration. His way, God's way, the way of the Messiah leads to life and joy and peace. God, we thank you that the Christmas story is for all of us, for anyone who will receive it. God, that you have something to offer those who have nothing and to those who have seemingly everything. And your good news is good news for, as, as the Gospels say, for all people. We thank you that you, you do not discriminate the way that we discriminate against different people, people who are different than us. God, we thank you for the availability of your good news. Help us to respond in humility. Help us to respond in worship. Help us to respond in evangelism, telling those people around us that the good news is for them too. God, reveal to us the places in our lives where we are trying to be our own saviors, where we are refusing to bow before you and to accept your good and better way, that we might walk more closely with you. We know that you can do this through your power, through the gospel, through the good news, through the Holy Spirit at work within us. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for tuning in for another edition of Let's Talk. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.